Good evening. I'm Kayla Vera for No Rest for the Weekend here at Village East by Angelica. We are on the red carpet for the 13th annual Soho International Film Festival. We have some great interviews coming up for you, so don't go anywhere. Brought to you by JMR Rentals, professional digital cinema and broadcast equipment rentals in Brooklyn, New York. JMRNY.com. Joining me now is Kate Forsett and Diane Casa and their short film, Wherefore Art Thou? Ladies, you look beautiful today. How does it feel to be here? It feels incredible. Um, you know, it's my first film that I've directed, and to be here, Kate got me started in this, and um, I'm forever grateful. <laughs> and she's the producer, I'm the director. Um, yeah, we had Lynn Cohen, who's just the most amazing uh, actress around, and it's a contemporary story about Romeo and Juliet. It's actually kind of what everyone hopes for when they see Romeo and Juliet, the moment where you're like, oh, I wish this didn't happen this way, and you know, our amazing writer Shane Nebu, uh, he couldn't be here today, but he just took this well-known story with all these universal themes and reimagined it in a way that we were so fortunate to put this film together. And Lynn Cohen, you know, we were devastated when she passed away in 2020, but she was so generous to us and, you know, made this film possible. And we're just thrilled to be here and share her work and share Shane's work. And, you know, we're a New York-based film. All our talent, all our crew, all our cast is based here. So we're super excited to be premiering at Soho. What would you want the audiences to walk away with? What's the central message you would say? I want them to decide for themselves if it's really happening in real time or is this just a memory? Is it just a woman who's, you know, demented and is making up a story? Um, I know what my interpretation was, but I'm really curious about what the audience will feel about it. And what genre is it? It's a romance. It's kind of like a romance. It's somewhat surreal. Um, I feel like it's kind of like a dream. And um, I think that's, that's one of the most powerful things about it because when you watch it, you know, you're on that journey of a dream. And, you know, they compare filmmaking and films to dreams. It's like the most closely related art form that can kind of mirror our dreams. I think that's the ride. You're, you're with this woman who is going through all of these amazing memories. And, and I think there are a lot of feelings that you'll experience. Before I let you go, tell us where we can find more information about you and the film online. The uh, website of Soho International Film Festival. You'll be able to just look up where for art thou and yeah. And uh, they can also visit exit74productions.com and we'll have plenty of information about where for art thou um, and where what's next for us. Here with Chad L. Coleman, the star of Wish Lab Inc. Chad, it's so good to see you again. We uh, spoke briefly at Long Island yes. International Film Festival where you were presenting. Yes. Now today you are the star. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talk a little bit about your film. Uh, the, the film is a sci-fi short called Wish Lab Inc. and it, it involves cloning and uh, and it takes place over a 22-year period of time jump 
and uh, it's it's very multi-layered and and uh, very thought-provoking and it's just a very compelling short film that I was able to executive produce and co-star in with uh, Noemi Buttinger. She's she's Austrian, so we had a collaboration between the U.S. and Austria. They gave us money, and her cousin directed. Uh, Sam Dysonberger did a fantastic job directing it, and um, we did it in three weeks over in uh, Austria, in Vienna. Going back to the film, what would you want the audiences to walk away with? What would you say central message is? Um, unconditional love. Walk away embracing unconditional love. Uh, this couple faces quite a few tremendous challenges, but I think at the center of it is unconditional love, and if we really embrace unconditional love, you can get through anything. There's a lot of judgment and uh, a lot of polarizing narratives out there, you know? So, but this film provokes all of that as well. So I'm saying I want to see if, if the audience can navigate through it and still come away rooting for this man and, and, and expressing unconditional love for him. So where, where can we find more information about the film online? Uh, well, on Instagram is uh, Wishlab Inc, at Wishlab Inc. And before I let you go, brag a little bit about what's coming up for you in the, uh, this, this year, well, next year. shameless promotion, uh, <laughs> Superman and Lois. I'm going to be the new villain, Bruno Mannheim. And uh, that, so that's huge. Uh, I have a Christmas movie for TV One called The Christmas Prayer, where I play a minister. So I get to go from playing a minister to a villain. So. I love that. <laughs> So I'm not typecast. I love that. Well, <laughs> you look you. great tonight. Well, thank you, love. Good luck. Yes. Shadow Coleman, Wish Lab Inc. <laughs> Joining me now is Ben Myers and his short film, A Lone Star Love. I love the title, Ben. So what, what was the inspiration? So, uh, A Lone Star Love was inspired with about our, um, our relationship with social media. Uh, it's about an Irish national who moves to Austin, Texas, and he starts dating a local Austin girl who very much so does not believe in social media, but he also has this social media android. The project is set in 2024. It's kind of a... Um, uh, Black Mirror, kind of rom-com gone bad, science fiction with a twist. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it's like a lot that. of fun, yeah. So I'm guessing you filmed it in Texas. We did, we filmed it in Texas, we filmed it in Austin, Texas. We had our world premiere actually at the Austin Film Festival. Um, so, you know, the project was not originally set in Texas, but when the producers approached me after seeing another film that I had directed, um, I talked to them a little bit about it, and New York City is amazing, but it's kind of expensive to shoot in. Definitely. So when, yeah, so when we had some resources in Austin, Texas, we kind of morphed the film around a little bit. We really gave it a Texas ethos, and created this fish-out-of-water story about this Irish guy who moves there. He's trying to find love, and look, it's all about relating to social media, and about how we spend too much time in our phones, and what happens to our real-world relationships if we do that, and it kind of asks the audience a lot of questions about how they spend their own social media time. And uh, if you want to check out more about the projects. You can find us at Alone Star Love on Instagram, alonestarlove.com. And I've got a couple projects coming out, including Zero Method. So if you want to find me at Benjamin Lawrence Myers on Instagram, I'd be happy to talk to you about your work. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for stopping by. Good luck tonight. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Ben Myers, Alone Star Love.
joining me now is Cheryl Allison and her documentary feature film called Honk, which is about? It's about a goose that I rescued during the pandemic that was, a, he's a domestic goose and he was dumped at a local park and pond and he couldn't fly and he needed help and he chose me to be his person and to help him through his journey. So the documentary is about our budding friendship and the story and journey of me rescuing him, finding out why he was dumped at the park and eventually um, what happened to him. And he has 76,000 followers on. on Instagram. He has fans worldwide because um, a digital video company called The Dodo did a video on us and it went worldwide viral uh, with 34 million views. Wow, so how do we find him? I was just taking a walk during the pandemic. You know, everybody was on lockdown and I walked uh, through this park that's in my neighborhood and he literally came running towards me honking and I knew something was not right and he followed me around the entire park that day. So I started going back every day and that's how the friendship started and the journey with this beautiful goose. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> Cheryl, before I let you go, where can we uh, find uh, more information about the film online? Yes, thank you. We have and Honk's Instagram. Yes, Honk's Instagram is at honk underscore the goose. And we have a website, honkthefilm.com. And we have received distribution. So mid-November, it will be on all online platforms, cable, on demand, um, streaming platforms. It'll be very exciting. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank Good you. luck. Thank you so much. And uh, Cheryl Allison and her movie, Honk. Joining me now is Alejandro Montoya Marin and John Kaler and their short The Wrong Guy. Alejandro, talk a little bit about the film. The short film The Wrong Guy is a dark comedy inspired by 90s like cable guy shows, uh, salute your shorts, you know, big Nickelodeon movie shows from the from the 90s, and we tried to give it a twist and make them really dark and R-rated for adults now. And it's about Daniel. A vigilante who thinks he's taken revenge on people that wrong him, but all of a sudden he d double crosses someone who is an ex FBI agent with nothing to lose, so he crosses the wrong guy. Oh, I like that. And where did you guys film it? We shot in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I, I wrote it originally and then I teamed up with Alejandro. We came in and rewrote it and polished it up, and uh, within a month we were shooting it, uh, SAG AFRA during COVID all COVID safety practice. Um, it stars me, John Kaler, Kirk Fox, and a few other really awesome actors. Amazing, congrats. You're at the Soho International Film Festival. Love it here. What, what do you guys have uh, planned for the film coming up? We're actually screening it here. We have one more screening, then we're gonna release it to YouTube for everyone for free to enjoy it from home. Amazing, and where can we find more info about the film online? Uh, people go to Instagram, push start films, or What's your Instagram? It's John Kaler and uh, Alejandra Montoya Marin. The Hi. wrong guy. Here with Marissa Gavami and her short drama, Silk. Yes. Talk a little bit about the project. 
Sure, thank you so much, firstly. So, Silk is a short drama, like she just said, and it follows a gifted aerialist who struggles to recognize that she is being gaslit by her new boyfriend. It is loosely inspired by the 1944 Oscar-winning film Gaslight. A little narcissism. Yes, absolutely. So I it like is that. focusing on uh, psychological and emotional abuse, the harder to spot signs that so many of us have suffered from and might not realize it. I like that. Thank you so much. Where did you film it? We shot it here in New York City. So where are you in the festival run? We have a couple more to go. We just got into our first Academy Award qualifying one. So, wow, um, yeah, congrats. A few more to go uh, in person and a few more online. Amazing. Before I let you go, yes. tell us where we can find more info online. Sure. So you can find us at healingtreenonprofit.org slash silk. Here with Kevin Hartz and his short two wongs. Kevin, I like the name. Thank you. Tell me, what was the inspiration for the film? Well, the inspiration was, you know, George Floyd and basically Asian hate crimes. First George Floyd, I wanted to make a movie about the injustices that were happening with him. Then the Asian hate crimes started and um, I wanted to make a movie about that, so I decided to sort of merge the two together. I found two wonderful actors, Johnny Wu, who's been here at the festival before, and Celeste Rich, who is, is an amazing actor. So um, they, they're bringing the best, of, uh, the best of New York actors to the screen. So it's a dramedy from what I've heard. Um, talk a little bit about the message of the film. Yeah, I mean, it's essentially a drama with uh, some comedic moments, just like life, you know. But basically, it's these, these two brothers from Queens travel to Maine to avenge the murder of their mother, who was killed in an Asian hate crime, hate crime spree here in New York, yeah. So they go to Maine to hunt the guy down. Before I let you go, where can we find more information online? Well, you can go to uh, my uh, uh, Instagram page, at frankheartstruly, or you can go to uh, frankhearts.net slash two wongs. Joining me now is Estelle Gerard-Parks and Elise Finnerty, producer and director of Once You Didn't Burn. So it's many awards. <laughs> um, I heard it's a psychological thriller. Yeah. Talk a little bit about it. So uh, we wrote it, I wrote it during the height of the pandemic um, and we shot it in September 2020 and kind of came together spontaneously. Uh, Estelle was part of the process from the very beginning, reading drafts and getting the schedule together. She had also just had a baby, her second baby. Congratulations! So the production side was hectic, but um, but it ended up being an incredible experience. We are now, uh, we came, just came back from London at Fright Fest, which was a great festival. We're going to Utah in a couple weeks for Film Quest. And the film is, yeah, it's a perfect October film. It's a horror, psychological horror. We both act in it as well. I love that. And it's uh, about modern witches and has big themes of feminism and getting rid of the patriarchy. And ex-boyfriends? The one, The ex-boyfriends? The no. ones you didn't burn? <laughs> no, no. But that's, a, that's for the next one, the sequel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what would you say the central message of the film is? You know, someone asked me this recently. I have to say, one reviewer reviewed us and it was right after um, unfortunately Roe vs. Wade got overturned and he said he ended his review saying uh, never ever 
mess with a woman. So I would say that's a good message for this. <laughs> I like that. Very mysterious. I'll have to watch that. Yeah. Before I let you go, where can we find more info online? Well, we have a website uh, for our company, uh, Red Boost Productions. Um, and we are working with Jenga Films. There is a lot of reviews online, so you can just check it out with the name of the film, The Ones That Didn't Burn. Here with Lauren Sowa, producer of the short drama Proxy. Lauren, how does it feel to be here at the Soho International Film Festival? Oh, it's so nice to be here in our home of New York. Um, the entire cast and crew are from New York, so it's really great to be able to screen it here in person for audiences. After two years of virtual festivals, it's so nice to be here. I know, in it really is. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about Proxy. Give us, give us the log line. Sure, so Proxy is a short drama. It's about a surrogate who finds out that there's something potentially wrong with the baby and she has to make a very important decision of whether or not she will keep the baby for herself after the couple backs out of their surrogacy agreement. So it's, it's intense. I'm sure lots of touching moments. Yes, yes. And it's very much a story about women and women's rights, women's right to choose. Uh, it's very topical in that way. When we made it a couple years ago, we did not anticipate how timely it would be. So. It's unfortunate, but um, we're, we're glad that we can bring a story to the screen, to audiences that perhaps complicates the issue a little bit and makes people think uh, if they were in her situation. So you were uh, premiering tonight? We actually premiered in LA at Holly Shorts, but this is our New York premiere, so we're very excited to be able to bring it home. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, before I let you go, where can we find more information about you and the film online? Sure. Um, so you can find out more information on our social media. Um, you can follow me at Lauren Soa. I'm always posting about where we're screening and hope to see you in the theater. Joining me now is Massimo Soto and his short film, Below the Rise. How does it feel to be here at Soho International? It feels absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm so grateful to be here. This is the first festival I've attended in New York. Tell us a little bit about Below the Rise. What is it about? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Below the Rise is an environmental short documentary uh, that's covered it covers Costa Rica, and Costa Rica is one of the most sustainable countries on the planet, and yet it's facing the adverse effects of climate change from the other massive countries that are causing it. And um, one of those biggest effects is the sea level rise, and it's causing enormous problems in all aspects of Costa Rican life. And in my film, I interview biologists, hotel owners, government officials, and try to get the full story on what's happening. So you went to Costa Rica? I did, yes. Um, I went to Costa Rica under a grant, a creative grant that my school provided me called the Russ Hogue Grant. And uh, with this, I was able to rent uh, the necessary gear and uh, be able to travel to Costa Rica. And it's, it's a wonderful country. Did the school see it? The school did see it, and it's been premiered all over my school. And after that process, I started submitting to film festivals. That's amazing. So what's next? Uh, what's next is hopefully to raise some funds and start my own charity that would hopefully 
go back to Costa Rica and do something for the sea level rise and promote this on a national level, an international level, and overall promote awareness. That is amazing. I love Thank that. You. Thank you. Before I let you go, tell us where we can find more information about the film online. You can find more information on my Instagram, Massimo Soto underscore, and on my Film Freeway page, which is Film Freeway slash Below the Rise. Massimo Soto, Below the Rise. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much. Joining me now is Libe Barrier, writer-director, and Miranda Khan, the executive producer of Short with the Fishes. Guys, I love the name of the movie. Talk a little bit about it. Uh, well, it's about um, this struggling comedian who is, amidst a sort of global collapse, is locked away in her uh, New York City apartment, working on a short or working on a TV show pitch about a Vegas Tropicana singer in the 1960s. And as she works and consumes the horrors of media about the horrors of the outside world, uh, her work starts bleeding into reality, and she becomes consumed with paranoid delusions that the mob is trying to kill her. So it's like it's a it's an allusion to the mob threat, sleeps with the fishes. Oh, I love that. So what's the central message of the film? I think the central message of the film is the community and joint understanding that we all have about the anxiety and angst of being an artist, especially of being an artist during a time like COVID, when we're all restricted to our own spaces and our own limited pages. Um, it's really about trying to find yourself and the anxiety that comes with that as an artist. Libby Barrier and Miranda Khan with the fishes. Thank you, ladies. Thank of course. You. Here with Bailey Tony, the star of The Redeemer. Mm -hmm. Bailey, you look beautiful today. Thank How you. How does it feel to be here at Soho International? It feels very surreal. This is my first movie and my first red carpet, so that I'm pretty excited. Amazing. And I might pee my pants right now. <laughs> So talk a little bit about your character. Um, so Kai is the lead of the film. I'm pregnant in the movie. I get kidnapped with my mother-in-law, played by Irene. I don't know. There she is. She's the star behind me. And um, yeah, we go on a journey. We're kidnapped, and we just fight for survival. And at the end, you'll have to watch to see what happens, I guess. <laughs> so there must have been preparation for the role. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was it hard? It was not hard, I just, it's my first film, so I didn't totally know what I was doing, but mostly I got a job scooping up horse poop, and I did that for like four months. And then <laughs> I rode horses every day, and that's pretty much how I prepped for the movie. <laughs> I love that, never heard anything like it before, yeah. but I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Tell us what's for you in the near future. What else are you working on? Well, we just wrapped a film in New Orleans with the same director, Miles, uh, called The Bayou. It's a psychological thriller or horror, and I uh, was a very different character in that, not like the, the, maybe not the nice one in that one. And so that should come out next, and then I'm going to Indianapolis next week to film uh, another film. So that's what's in the future cool. for me. <laughs> yeah. Joining me now is Miles Clohesse, the director of The Redeemer. Miles, so I heard it's a Western drama. Yes, ma'am. Give us some details. Talk about the film. So it's about a pregnant homesteader and her Native American mother-in-law, and they're kidnapped in 1800s Montana. And it's a journey film about 
her husband and her brother that go out into the Wild West to save them. So it's a journey film. It's about family coming to get together to save each other and um, set in the Wild Wild West. Oh, I like that. Where did you guys film it? We filmed in Montana in the freezing cold. It was uh, December into January of 2022. It gets really cold in Montana. Oh my God. It was, it was negative 20 degrees some days. Wind like 70 mile per hour winds blowing our equipment into the rivers. It was, it was interesting. That is insane. And you guys have a big cast. We have a big cast. We have, I think we have like 35 people in our cast. We have um, a couple of Golden Globe winners, a SAG Award winner. Wow. Yeah. So we have a, we have a good cast. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So what would you want the audiences to walk away with? I think the main theme of the film is about the um, indigenous peoples in our country. It's a film about women, about female empowerment. Um, and, you know, indigenous women in this country go missing or murdered or sexually assaulted higher than any demographic in our country. And that's kind of what uh, drove me to make the film, and it's kind of what the film's about. So hopefully people can take away from this film that, you know, we want those women to be heard, we want their stories to be told, and um, we want something to be done about it. So that's kind of what the film's about. So it's exciting that you guys are opening the Soho International. What's yeah. next for the film? Next our film is, uh, we can't say yet, but it, it is going to be sold to a major distributor. So it'll be in select theaters, about 2,000 theaters around the world, and then it'll go on demand and on streaming shortly after that. Wow, that, yeah. is, that is exciting. Yeah. So where can we find more information about the film online? So you can go to barefootkidproductions.com. That's our company website. And then um, soon enough, a distributor will be out in the news and public outlets like that. So. Well, this is so exciting. Good luck with everything. Miles Clohesse, The Redeemer. And that's all from the 13th Annual Soho International Film Festival. For more of our content and festival coverage, please visit norestfortheweekendpodcast.com. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us tonight and our sponsor, JMR Rentals. For Behind the Rabbit Productions, I am Kayla Vera. Thanks for watching and see you next time.